Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name's Casey. And I'm Matt. We are so excited to have you in, and I want to start today with a story. So this story uh, starts in January of 2018. As you all know, uh, Matt and I have worked for the Disney store in the past, and we worked at the same store together. In January 2018, we had just gotten through holiday. And um, right around when, when, when the holiday is over with, we, we, we always have this atmosphering. They actually call it atmosphering music uh, in the store ears. Mickey Mouse, get it? Um, so so right around when holiday ends, the very next day on December 26th, they always have a new CD that comes out or new DVD. And it's usually for January and um, maybe even to February a little bit. I think it's more January because I think February's got the Valentine's vibe. But anyway, this DVD comes out. I'm coming in for my shift. It's it's like um, December 27th or 28th or whatever. Um, you know, I've been off since Christmas. And I come in. Matt's the opening manager. I'm the closing manager. And and we're talking. And we're, you know, we usually ch- chat for a little bit. He goes, oh, and by the way, there is this new song on the CD, on the DVD, that you are going to go, what is going on? Cassandra and I put it on this morning, and we had no idea what was going on. Well, I would later come to find out that this song was the song, Bam, from the Disney original, Disney Channel original movie, Zombie. And I am telling you, I fell in love with this song. I absolutely like became infatuated. I downloaded it. I not only downloaded that one, but I also downloaded the other one from Zombies as well. So why am I telling you this story? Because today's episode is all about those random guilty pleasures that we have that maybe we don't tell each other about, but we absolutely have them and they're associated with Disney. So Matt, do you remember that, that conversation? I, I was, I, it, as you're telling a story, I'm going, Oh no, where's this story going? Cause again, <laughs> talking, I was like, Oh no, what embarrassing thing did oh. I do? Oh, no. And then the second you said this new DVD, there's this song. I was like, I know exactly what this is. I remember this moment. It was, it was me. Yeah. Me and Cassandra and Steph uh, were, were working and, and the song comes on, and okay, so <laughs> and it's like this, like hip hop man, oh man, and we're like, what is this? We don't know what this is, and, and so I had to go back and Google it on my phone to figure out what in the world this thing was. But yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's a bop. It, it, the, the, here's the thing about this: it's Disney. The Disney Store soundtrack would do this to us all the time they would be ahead of the game because they were advertising something new they were advertising something about a new movie about a new song about a new tv show and because we would hear this music because we would hear these segments literally every 45 minutes every 90 minutes over and over again and you had it more than i did because you were full time i was only there on the weekends and like a couple days during the week you know 20 hours or whatever except for the holidays we would start to fall in love with these so that was one example of it there's another one 
And again, one of my guilty pleasures here that's on my list is the Descendants franchise. I'm sorry, but it is just so well done and so amazing. And I fell in love with it over quarantine. I had never seen it before, like literally like six months ago. And then I fell in love with it. And I think it's so well done. But I fell in love with the flipping music before I ever fell in love with the movie, with the shows, with the movies, because the music is so good. And you know what got me hooked was the Christmas one, Jolly to the Core. With Jolly to the Core, Jolly to the Core, sleigh bells in the sky, carols on the door. I'm feeling so much joy, it's time for another one. I'm Jolly to the, to Jolly to the Core. It, it's just they're, they're literally like dancing down Main Street, and they're they're doing a parody of their song "Rotten to the Core." Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, Matt? Oh yeah, absolutely. So we, we this is a great way to kind of segue into. It seems like our first guilty pleasure is is certain Disney Channel original movies because I am absolutely I am one hundred percent with you. Uh, my wife and I went on like a vacation one time of just like a getaway without our daughter, and what did we do that night? We watched Descendants one and two because I was like, oh, you gotta see these movies. They're just really well done okay they're not well done movies but they're well done movies like they're not going to win an academy award they're not going to win an emmy but i can see the appeal i can totally see the appeal i I remember the one that the more the most recent one with zeus (laughs) and uh was it not zeus i'm sorry hades with hades and again cassandra one of the the people we used to work with at the store there was a song um where where mal and uh Hades are singing to each other and, and Hades goes, you got daddy issues. And Cassandra's like, that is just not a good song to have in a teenage movie. Like it's just come on now. But like, I don't know. I don't know why these movies have such appeal. Now I've not seen the zombie franchise, but I've actually heard it's pretty good. Yeah. A lot of people have loved it. And, and this is where the other song that Casey was talking about is called fired up. And I dare you to listen to that song and not be ready to take on the freaking day. Matt, how many times have I sent you a quick picture of my radio in my car saying, look what I'm listening to? Because it fires you up. It is an amazing song. Oh, Fired Up is an excellent song. Again, please stop this. Honestly, I command all of the listeners, stop this podcast. Pause it right now and go listen to Fired Up. And then you can come on back and we'll still be talking here. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere, but you need to listen to that song. It's ooh, very good. But you are 100% right when it comes to the Disney Channel original movies. And this isn't just recent Disney Channel original movies. I have been a fan of Disney Channel original movies since I was of the age that they started producing them. Um, when I was in high school, I liked the, the movie um, Xenon Girl, the 21st Century. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, that's one that I have not seen. Um, it's, I... it's not just one movie. There's three of them. Oh, my goodness. There are three of them. And they are good movies. They are good movies and you know who stars in them is raven simone she's in the well she's in the first one and then she's not in the second one and i think she comes back for the third one 
But okay, like, it's, it's yeah, they, they they replace her character in the second one or something. I don't know what happened there, but they're really good movies, and it kind of gives you an idea of what you know people of the of the you know like the nineteen ninety nine two thousand era um, uh, would think the twenty second or the twenty first century would look like later into the twenty first century. Um, but you know, you got Protozoa; he's like this main like rock star, and he sings this song: "Zoom, zoom, zoom, make my heart go." <laughs> Boom, boom, my supernova girl. Like, girl. It's a planetary megastella, hydrostatic. There's no gravity between us. Our love is automatic. Make my heart go. My supernova girl. Make my heart go. My supernova girl. Make my heart go. My supernova girl. Make my heart go. It's like totally like something straight out of the 1990s, but it is so catchy. But that's not the only one. There's like um, Luck of the Irish with Ryan Merriman. I had such a crush on Ryan Merriman when I was a kid. Uh, just saying. Um, there is Smart House, again, with Ryan Merriman. Um, there's the- have, you seen the, have you seen the Halloween Town series? Yeah, yes. Again, I actually just watched Halloween Town like two nights ago. Um, again, for like the millionth time, it is such a well done movie. Yeah, really, really fun. Like if you like Halloween, it's a really fun little franchise. Three of them, correct? Yeah. So there's so actually there's a whole franchise. There's Halloween Town. There's um, Halloween Town Two: uh, Calabar's Revenge. Then there's um, Return to Halloween Town, which is number three. And then there's a TV series, Halloween Town High. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's really, really good. And again, the movies are not going to win an Academy Award. They're not the most well-produced movies in the world. But for a quick 90-minute sit-down escape from reality, Disney Channel original movies you know, are just really well done. I mean, there was a famous Jet Jackson movie based off the TV series, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, there was the Even Stevens movie. You know, this this was the heyday of the Disney Channel back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, and and really, uh, all Disney Channel original movies, I would argue, you can get some enjoyment out of them. Mm-hmm. Even and and ultimately, the realize too of uh, the demographic that they're going for is not us. So, I mean, <laughs> um, are you sure? Because so, I mean, it sounds like we're hooked. <laughs> Maybe, maybe maybe they are, um, but uh, um, yeah. I mean, there's definitely parts that you groan at or go, "Yeah, this is kind of bad acting," and they're clearly pushing this Disney Channel star, yada yada yada. But for the most part, and especially ones that involve music, they nail. Well, think about High School Musical. Now, love the franchise. Strangely, for me, it's one of the franchises I don't like. I I do not like the series, but there's no mistaking how absolutely transcendent that franchise was. Well, there were three of them, right? Yeah, three of them, and then the Disney Plus original uh, TV show where... Which is ironic, because uh, I love the TV show. <laughs> oh, TV show is fantastic. I, I, I have to say, the reason that I love it... So TV, in my mind, is an exaggeration of the real world, because if you were like to do a TV show exactly what my life is like, it would be the most boring TV in the world. I don't... <laughs> interesting things but not all the time and and so high school is so drama filled because and i substitute teach and i do youth ministry and all this other stuff and so i I hear all the drama that in order to take it to the next level they have to take it even more ridiculous and i love it 
I know we're not a couple anymore. It was my idea to take a pause. I didn't want to take a pause. I can't believe it. She's dating E.J. Haswell. This is a nightmare. Okay, theater people. I want to audition for Gabriella. Ryan, right? I think he'd rather play Sharpay. That is so fresh. I'm bummed that we don't have any competition here. She has to see me in a whole new light. I'm auditioning for this thing tomorrow, and nothing is going to stop me. The cast list is posted. We have our Gabriella and our Troy. Buckle up, Wildcats. It's about to get real. You must. You came to High School Musical and the Musical the series later than I did, because I was watching it real time. You weren't, though, right? Yeah, no, my, my wife wanted to watch it with me, and so we had to catch it when when both of us were available. Okay. I was watching it real time. So when it came out last year, now mind you, this came out at the same time as the Mandalorian came out. It was the same Friday night release, right? Now, granted, this came out in November. We were in the middle of holiday in the middle of November. So, you know, we would, I would come home from a, you know, a 10 or 11 o'clock shift. I'd get home by, you know, 10, 30, 11, 11, 30, depending on what day it was. If it was Friday night, it was probably closer to 11. I was wound up from a crazy day of sales, Right. And so how did I, how did I unwind? Well, I typically Mandalorian, I would usually save for the next day, but my unwind on Friday night was high school musical, the musical, the series. And it was, it was an up and down roller coaster with, with, with Ricky and with just with, with all of them and, and just seeing this drama. And again, this is coming from a place that I've only ever seen the very first high school musical. And it was okay to me. It wasn't great. You know, it is what it is. I never saw the second one. I heard that one was pretty good. I heard the third one was horrible. But You've never seen high school musical two or three. Mm-mm, no, no. Cause well, I didn't like number one. Oh man, you got to see two. I'll give you a pass on three. I understand. Okay, that one. Fair, enough, two, fair enough. Two got some bops in it. Honestly, what I need to do is just go through and just watch all three of them and just watch them all. So that way when series season two of the, of the series comes back, I'm ready to go. Um, because it's just, it, again, not knowing anything about the franchise other than what kind of what it was to the real world. Um, and knowing that these characters are based in the real world, it, it's it's so. The, for those of you who don't know what High School Musical, the musical the series is, it's kind of a parody of High School Musical. Basically, when High School Musical came out, they converted the movie, the original movie, to a musical that was played throughout high schools all throughout the country. Well, this particular show is basically a quote unquote real world example of a high school where the original high school musical was filmed, even though it really wasn't, but they're saying it was putting on an, a show of high school musical. And so it's called high school musical, the musical, the series. And then that, that, was, that was a really complex explanation. I hope you all followed that. <laughs> did you, did you watch the documentary on it? No, I, 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 I oh. as you know, slow on documentaries <laughs> i know i know that is another one of my guilty pleasures which we'll get to in a minute but uh the documentary on it which they debuted i think the week before the series finale will make you fall like a baby man it will make you fall like a baby and that is called high school musical the musical the series the documentary Okay. Yeah. See, I, I, don't, I don't like documentaries. I'm I'm lukewarm on. I really have to like be in the right mood for them. So that is not one of my guilty pleasures. It is totally one of my guilty pleasures. I love documentaries. In fact, Netflix just debuted a documentary tonight. Before we started recording, I had I'm two episodes into it. It's called a High Score. It's all about video games and how they came into being. 
Interesting. Uh-huh. It's absolutely interesting. See, so, yeah. I outsource. I'd let you watch the documentary and then you tell me all the information and I don't have to watch it. Except you need to watch the Imagineering story. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Like, I really want – like, the next time we are together physically in a room – that is going to be what we watch. I'm sorry. And your wife can come too, but we're going to watch. This. You're going to trick me. You're like, all right, hey, Matt, I've got your favorite foods, and we're going to watch the Emperor's New Groove. Yes. <laughs> we do the spinach puffs. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I talked a lot about mine. Give me one of your guilty pleasures. Um, so, like documentaries is a good unwind for you kids tv shows are an unwind for me and okay. i don't mean like disney junior shows like that's that, oh, that's a little sophia, bit sophia the first fan come on now matt yeah you know i've been watching mickey mouse clubhouse with my um with my daughter and i actually had a moment today we we, we watched an episode and all of a sudden something starts and i go this was on a dvd that we was we was in it was the uh <laughs> mount kapunga song where like they're yep. just surfing with me. Hey everybody, it's time to have fun. We're gonna rump and stomp under the sun. Let's have a party now. Surf's up. Let's start the big luau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on and mouse your bongo. Mouse your bongo with me. Like that, that is not. But like the, the prime example of this is Phineas and Ferb. I... Love Phineas and Ferb. It is a fantastic show. I know there's a movie coming out uh, here at the end of the month. Uh, probably will be out or near be out by the time this episode releases. But um, um, I, that show is very cleverly written. There's 104 days of summer vacation. And school comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like me. In a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower Discovering something that doesn't exist hey. or giving a monkey a shower Surfing tidal waves, creating nanobots or locating Frankenstein's brain um, uh, I just started Gravity Falls as well, and I know that show. Uh, a lot of actually fans, uh, really, uh, there's a lot of fans of that show. But I just, I, I love the 20 minute, 23 minute episode where it's geared towards kids, but it's got some clever adult things in there, and I, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, yeah, Phineas and Ferb being the prime example. I've watched Phineas and Ferb, uh, 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 watched through that a lot more than I probably should admit. I am. I am gonna admit something. I have never once seen an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Oh man! And I, uh, think, I think that has to do with an age difference because you and Nate are are relatively the same age. Because you're thirty, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're thirty. He's thirty-one. He loves Phineas and Ferb. That was something he watched growing up. I think it has to do with when that came out and when kind of your age, because that, I think that kind of debuted in that what 2000 ish maybe i can tell you i can tell you exactly when it debuted and this okay. is the why so i'm sorry i'm going to revert back to a previous conversation so uh high school musical 2 i watched the premiere of that on disney channel um uh when it came out with my with some of my youth group friends um okay. so we, we did a whole like party with it and um Phineas, the first episode of phineas and ferb premiered after high school musical 2 so when so when did it come out it came out in 2007. So 2000. So that that would explain. I mean, 2007. I, I had just graduated college. For you, 
that, you know, that I was still in high school. <laughs> yeah, you were still in high school. So that makes sense. See, for me, which is one of the reasons why maybe I'm a little bit more sold on some of the early 2000s stuff, like the Lizzie McGuire's, the Even Stevens, the, you know, the famous Jet Jacksons, the, you know, Hannah Montana's, if you will, because that would have been when I was in like high school. And then, you know, I went off to college and that became too kitty for me during that time period, you know? So I think maybe that could have been part of it. Um, but yeah, and I've never really been a huge, I know it's going to sound crazy. I've never been really a huge cartoon series guy. Like I don't mind cartoon movies and animated features, but like cartoon series, not so much. I don't, I don't do a whole lot of those. I did when I was a kid, but not so much now. So I don't know. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm all about cartoons and not just Disney cartoons. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I love all cartoons. Um, Phineas and Ferb is a solid show. Just, it's, it's very, um, cleverly written. It takes them a couple episodes to kind of hit their vibe. Um, um, like most shows, like most shows are, are, are not good right out of the, the gate. They have to like kind of develop the characters and everything, but, uh, just every episode is just, it's, it's fantastic. And the whole like Dr. Doofenshmirtz with Perry, the platypus is, is very just, it's 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 just it's it's ridiculous and funny and and but also the core of the show is creativity and not wasting your summer just doing what just doing nothing like to to imagination and all this other stuff and so I like the core of it as well. That's fair. That's fair. I think um, I, I remember when when I started working at the Disney store, um, the very first store I was at, the outlet store over in Aurora. Uh, when I first started, it was 2014, and they had a Perry the Platypus plush. Let's try saying that. Yeah. Yes, geez. Perry the Platypus plush. Ugh. Jeez, uh, <laughs> okay, that's fun. Um, anyway, I didn't know who he was. I, I had no idea. I remember I was doing the plush wall. We had a wall and like a mountain at the other store. We had a wall. And um, I remember looking. I said, who is this guy? And I had to ask. And they're like, that's Perry. I'm like, what's he from? I don't, I don't know what this is. So... Um, so yeah, I just, it's never been one that, that I understood, but again, he said Nate's into it. Another one he's into is the fairly odd parents. I know that's not Disney, but, uh, never really got that one either. That one. So I didn't watch a lot of cartoons when I was younger and maybe, you know, a psychology expert would say that's why I'm into cartoons now is because I didn't watch cartoons when I was a kid and I'm like reliving my childhood. I don't know. I just like cartoons. Like, I just don't think too much about it. Um, um, we didn't have Nickelodeon growing up, so I didn't I didn't latch on to Fairly Odd Parents. So um, um, that was never one that I I really watched. Yeah, fair enough. Um, non like media related guilty pleasures. And I know we've talked about this, you know, I think collections in terms of different things that are collected probably kind of can fall in this category. I am a stuffed Mickey mouse fan to a T. Like I, if there's a place that we're going to that has Mickey mouse plush, I've got to look at it. And more likely than not, there's a chance I'm buying something from it. Um, I mean, you've, you've seen pictures of my Mickey mouse collection. Oh yeah. Probably. 60 or 70 i've got probably 60 or 70 mickey mouse plush you know just because i have this compulsion to buy mickey mouse plush i don't know why <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't my collection stuff is not necessarily the uh specific guilty pleasure it's just i'm just a guilty i'm I, my guilty pleasure is just cool disney stuff <laughs> yeah absolutely so any others on I, your list I do, and this is maybe a in general one, um, but it can be Disney focused. But I love obnoxious beverages or food. 
And okay, okay. what I mean by this is not, not the grotesque just volume of food. So like, for example, I don't love the, all right, we're going to give you a thousand scoops of ice cream uh, with uh, three cakes on top covered with 70 million cherries. You get to eat it in 20 minutes. Like, I, I don't like that. Kind of You're not the kitchen sink guy? <laughs> no, no. I don't need all kitchen right. sink. I don't need, uh, there's a minor league ballpark in West Michigan. It's, it's fifth third ballpark and they have a fifth third burger, which is five third pound patties and then so like pound, so the pound and two thirds yeah so yeah a pound and two thirds oh wait no wait no you said five i'm sorry say it again it's five what is it yeah five yeah you're, you're right five third pound patties it's fifth third okay. um and and so and so like that's just that's just too much but uh, if 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 the the food has an obnoxious name, I'm in. Uh, even if it's even if it's just regular macaroni and cheese, but you call it something obnoxious, I'm in. So, um, were, you, so were you the kid when Shrek came out and they had green ketchup at Burger King? Was that your thing? Casey, I cannot believe you just said that. So I begged my parents to get green ketchup. I begged them <laughs> and and. The, and my mom was totally grossed out by I this. I couldn't but, do it. I couldn't. I, I couldn't look at it and eat it, knowing even though it tasted like ketchup, it grossed me the heck out, man. Oh. The only time I got green ketchup was when the Packers were in the Super Bowl. I think they had a green ketchup that came out, and I got it for watching that Super Bowl. But yeah, I, yes, I wanted the green ketchup. I um, when, when we are. When I am selecting an alcoholic beverage, if it is a bright color, I'm in. Uh, you, you put seven bright colors in that, make it a rainbow drink. I, I want, I want it in my body That's right fair. now. Uh, I had, a, I had a, um, a watermelon margarita from, um, from on the border the other night. It was absolutely delicious. They were only five bucks. It was for my birthday, so that oh, was nice. Delicious. But see, I'm the type of person like I cannot drink a green beer. It just grosses me out. Oh, see, I'm in. Weird uh, color, get it, get it in uh, my body. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. If the food, get like Superman ice cream, Superman ice cream is is the best because it's 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 just a ton of colors. Well, and you know, you have to define what Superman ice cream is. That is a Michigan only thing. Oh, it is. Yes, Superman ice cream. They they call it other things elsewhere, but the flavor specifically in that coloring, that color palette, that is a Michigan only. Um, that was created in Michigan. Oh, I'm sad. No, Superman Super Scoop. It's a okay. It's a mixture of vanilla Blue Moon and black cherry ice creams. Yep, yep. It is a Michigan only. Uh. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know, hey, Michigan, you're getting this one right. Everyone else, go to Michigan and order a Superman ice cream. You know, um, what, else, you know what else was uh, – what other ice cream was created in Michigan that is actually a, a national flavor now, but it was created in, in the northern peninsula of Michigan? What's that? Moose Tracks. Ooh. Yep, I discovered that. It actually – Moose Tracks – is a licensed name. It's a trademarked name that is then licensed out to all these ice cream manufacturers across the country. But it was created in Mackinac um, because there's actually fudge in there, Mackinac Island fudge. Yeah. Ooh, Mackinac Island fudge. Ooh. Hey, another plug for the state of Michigan. If you haven't, if you're looking for a great vacation spot, Mackinac Island, <laughs> highly recommend. So like at the parks, like I'm, I, I love things that are shaped 
like characters or done up to be like characters. Um, like popcorn to me is not something that I love to get at the parks because it's just popcorn. I, uh, whatever, I can get popcorn at home. I want. Are you uh, are you a Mickey pretzel, are you a Mickey pretzel fan? Mickey pretzel, I'm in. Yes. Mickey ice cream bars, I'm yep. in. Okay, so you, break, yeah. you brought the parks up. So, because we're kind of winding down on this episode, it's almost thirty minutes again. I can't believe it. We thought this episode was going to be short. By the way, guys, boy, were we wrong. Uh, okay, <laughs> so guilty pleasure at the parks. What is one thing? Can't say your food thing. You already did that. What is one thing that is a guilty pleasure of yours that you do at the parks every time you're there that maybe other people might view as silly? Oh gosh. Um... I mean, some of them I've kind of already talked about. Like, I mean, I have to do the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and that, I guess, could be a guilty pleasure. Uh, for a while, until they changed it, I had to do the Canada show to hear, Canada, Canada, <laughs> Canada, Canada. I, like, I, I, but now they changed it, and it's just not as good. I don't need to see it anymore. So may, maybe that's uh, it, that was a past guilty pleasure that I now don't need to, um, don't need to see, but uh, I guess... But what about you? So for mine, mine's not any one specific attraction. Mine is actually a custom that I've come to do when I go. So it doesn't matter how many times I've been at the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom has to be, no matter what, the last park that I hit. Now, I could hit it first, too, but it has to be the last park that I hit before I leave the Disney World. And as I am walking out, as I am walking out from the park, as I kind of get up there by where Roy and Minnie are at, right there in the courtyard, before I exit and, and the castle's no longer in my view, I always have to turn around and I always, always, always say, see you again, Roy. See, see you again, old friend. I'll see you next time. And then I turn around and I walk out. Every time. It, it happens every time as I look at the castle. It's just this tradition that I've – I don't even know if I'd call it a guilty pleasure. It's just a tradition that, that it's the last thing that I look at before I leave. Um, whether it's the very last day or the night before or whatever, no matter what. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. When, when, when we, so when, when we uh, go to Disney together at some point, cause that's going to happen. Like we, I don't yeah, know oh, when, yeah, but it's, yeah. happen. <laughs> it's happening. We, uh, we have to do magic kingdom last. <laughs> well, we can do magic kingdom first. I mean, we can do it first and we can park hop and we can do all those great things. I've, I've actually still got a couple of comp tickets left from being at Disney, which is nice. They don't expire till next December. So, you know, that's two right there. It's two days. Uh, but no matter what, even if we do magic kingdom the first day, the very last park we have to visit, even if it's a quick little park hop over to say goodbye to the castle, that has to happen. Okay, good to know. Good to know. So, um, th this episode went 30 minutes? Wow. Okay. Uh, it is time to close out the show. Uh, Matt, how do they get a hold of us? So, we want to hear your guilty pleasures, and we also want to hear how much you love the Fired Up song, because it's impossible <laughs> to hate that song. I almost so, want to play that one in its entirety. I just think Disney might sue me, so I, I can only play about, like, 45 seconds of it and be okay with it. So. <laughs> I, we, I will post Fired Up on all of our pages, yes. so um, so you can listen to it. Anyway, so you can email us, uh, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. You can join up on our Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast. 
podcast. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at beers ears nineteen twenty eight. As always, please rate and review us. It really does help us out. Five stars, five stars. Leave a little review if you've got got the time. And new episodes every Tuesday and Fridays. I was looking at the schedule because um, I had to after having a kid, I had to remind myself what do I have to prepare for? What do I need to watch? What's going on with my life? And I am so excited for the episodes that are coming, including. Including a Hocus Pocus episode, which I am saving uh, uh, to like, I, I'm not watching it until I get close to the episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just watched it the other night just because it's such a, it's one of those movies you can just turn on and it's so good. It's so good. And um, yeah, no, we've got some great stuff coming up, guys, seriously. And and in the month of October, because uh, by the time this airs, we're in September, in the month of October, I'm going to tease something right now. I'm not going to say anything about it except to say there is something very special, very special coming in the month of October towards the later half of the month. So stay tuned on that. We're really excited about it. We're really we excited. Really are. <laughs> so, Stay tuned. Uh, all right, guys. Have a wonderful night. Let's raise our glasses. This one's been on us. Have a great night. Bye, everyone. <laughs>